Welcome to the Family Huddle Podcast. We understand family was God's design, and yet, our families can often be the place in our lives where we're the most ungodly. In this podcast, we're hoping you find encouragement from God's Word, as well as practical ways the gospel can touch down in your own life, your home, and your family. We also hope to share some laughter, great stories, and let you know you're not alone, no matter your season or circumstances. Welcome back to the Family Huddle Podcast. Gosh, it's been a while since I've said that. We are Travis and Stephanie Armstrong. We are um, a podcast from Family Ministries, which is a ministry of Grace Church in Eden Prairie and Chaska. We are very excited to be back. It's been a while. It has been a while. Um, I am very thankful to be back. It's something that as we start off this year of 2022, grateful to re-engage with maybe our listening audience. And uh, I hope that you had a great fall. We had a very interesting fall, to say the least. We had quite a few uh, bumps along the way with some sickness that hit our home. I think we had somebody in our house that was sick every single day of the month of December. Oh, for sure. December, but actually it began Labor Day weekend. Yeah. If you really want to backtrack. But before we get into that, um, we do want to say that we are very excited to be back. We um, are thankful that you have chosen to take the time to listen. And we have been on a hiatus since May. And so we're. Um, I hope that means we're ready to go. <laughs> we did that kind of intentionally to take a little break after quite a few podcast episodes last spring. Yeah. Um, but also we want to be really intentional about what we ask you to listen to. Mm-hmm. And so we knew this fall was going to be busy um, with our own family. And um, we had no idea that we were also going to have some other challenges. <laughs> but... All that to say, uh, we have missed this platform. We really love the podcast. I was encouraged um, when several of you like bumped into us at church or sent a a note or something that you really missed the podcast. So that made us feel good. Yeah. But we're glad to be back. Um, Okay, let's do a little update. Maybe I'll give the Armstrong update and then you can give the family ministry update. Does that sound good? Sure. So... The reason we did not do a podcast um, in the fall is that it's just kickoff season for everybody, including many of you. And now that we have four kids and three in school, um, our fall was nutty. You, Travis, are the coach, um, one of the coaches of a soccer team at Southwest, which was really fun. But at the same time, we had you coaching soccer, our boys playing football, Ava playing volleyball, and Weston and I just bouncing back and forth (laughs) between everything. So it was kind of crazy. And then, like we said earlier, Labor Day weekend, um, Walker and I went down. Uh, what did we have back then? He had strep mm-hmm. and then croup. And I just had <laughs> some sort of upper respiratory thing. But that literally spiraled us to all six of us catching an upper respiratory. No, I'm sorry. That was the month of bacterial infections. Um, then we kind of limped our way through... November, uh-huh. September, October were strep, croup, and bacterial infections. November, we limped our way through. Um, and then right after Thanksgiving, the Monday after, our one of our boys tested positive for COVID. So then we began something that we've somehow avoided for the last two years, but we started a COVID quarantine, and several of us were sick throughout that. Um, after COVID kind of wrapped up, we then went straight into upper respiratory infections once again for all six of us. So that was wild. Um, not 
as wild as starting however 2022 off on New Year's Day with our car, our family car, out of town being nearly totaled while we were inside watching a football game and it was parked in the street, (laughs) only to come home after that whole mess uh, and have to get a rental car and blah, 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 um, to discover that you had COVID Mm -hmm. and I was pretty sick and who knows yeah with all the goofy testing whether it actually was or not but we both have been sick (laughs) miraculously our kids have hung on but we've had a little bit of everything i don't know what to expect next i know ebola or mad cow's disease Uh, either we have like like we're almost immune to everything by now exactly we either have amazing immunity or literally no immunity i don't know what it was but (laughs) that's what the armstrongs have been up to a whole lot of sickness and that has um hopefully lent us a little perspective on our topic today but yeah that's our in some ways it almost makes you think like is the next shoe gonna drop mm-hmm. it, it kind of gives you this kind of cataclysmic expectation of of today or tomorrow thinking oh gosh what's gonna happen next? next is kid gonna get sick are we gonna lose another car you know what's gonna happen <laughs> no. but i think what's great because we are going to be talking about kind of what our new podcast is going to be mm-hmm. about, and that is finding your footing as a family in an ever-changing culture. And I think about our family that has gone through quite a bit of unrest yep. and seasons of change with regards to sicknesses and, and everything else. If, it always feels like you know we can't quite find our footing, yep. yet we do have a very firm footing, and we're going to talk about that. But you discovered a really great psalm stuff, uh, Psalm 94, 17 to 19. Why don't you read that to everyone? I think it's a great uh, inroad into this whole discussion. Okay, I will. Um, Psalm 94, verses 17 through 19 say this. If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would soon have lived in the land of silence. When I thought my foot slips Your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Hmm. And I love that psalm, and and it's one of the reasons we, as you just said, titled kind of this new season in our podcast, Finding Your Footing as a Family in an Ever-Changing Culture, Um, because I think, you know, the the climate of the world around us, even what we've experienced as a family, it yeah. does feel like, good grief, we can't just catch a break. We can't just have an easy mm-hmm. month or week or yeah. day. Yeah. Uh, so it does feel constantly like my foot is slipping. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what, what else we can take. And yet you, you said it correctly. We do, however, have a, a strong, steady, firm foundation, despite yeah. how we feel. It's okay that we feel that way because life is intense. Mm-hmm. And I think many of you listening probably can relate. Like, I'm sure we are not the only family who feels like they've been slammed. Yeah. And for heaven's sakes, the whole world is living through now a two-year pandemic. So I think everybody probably feels a degree of this right now. Like, I just I just need normal. I just need, you know, consistency. I just need life to calm down. I just need to know what we're supposed to do next. And Mm -hmm. yet those answers aren't coming from, you know, anywhere really except Christ and except the word, because everything that we look to health officials, public, you know, policies, government on a daily basis, we're kind of on a roller coaster 
with all of those things. And so I think that's been a gut check for me is what am I actually looking toward um, to kind of meet this um, anxiety that feels like it's rising in me? Mm -hmm. Why am I going to other sources for them to kind of squash these fears when they can't deliver? Yeah, it's really only the Lord that delivers. So that's why we chose um, kind of this this topic, um, finding our footing, and we hope that it really relates to you. No matter what stage of life you're in, no matter what relationships you're in, um, I, I just think in general, as a kind of collective society, we might all be feeling some of this same mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think uh, everyone, t- uh, to a certain degree and level, has been through storms this past two years, mm-hmm. just to mention COVID. Right. But COVID has done a lot in our lives to reveal kind of foundations. Yep. You know, what we believe in, what we're trusting in, what we're turning to, to really find our firm footing. And it's so easy to get caught up in this world and try to find our footing in something other than Christ. Yeah. I think we all fall victim to that at some point. I think about Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. There at the end, you have the two foundations, you have two homes. And above the surface, those two homes look exactly the same. But the storm revealed what those homes were built upon. Right. One was on sand, one was on the rock. The one that was on the rock stood the test of the storm, but that storm had reveal what that home was built upon. And I think about our own lives and our own home, the Armstrongs, and it's so easy to start building something with our lives on something other than Christ. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the storms, though, because they help reveal what it is that we're structuring in laying our foundation upon. And so I love the, the inference or the reference in, in the, the, that story that Jesus tells that the one who built his house upon the rock actually had dug down deep. And so you think about the imagery, having to dig down deep to finally find um, rock. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to get through all the dirt and the gravel and the mud and whatever else that you're having to work through mm-hmm. to build it upon something that's solid. And I think we have to do the same thing. We got to work through a lot of different things yeah. that this world's throwing at us um, to lay our lives and build them upon the rock. Um, and so I think that's really important as we think through this new year. Things have been revealed to you, and that actually could be a, that's actually a really good thing. That's the mercy and grace of God through storms reveal, reveal things to us so that we can course correct and build our lives on that which is substantial and that which will stand the test of time. Absolutely. It reminds me of a quote um, I just read the other day from um, A.W. Tozer. Um, and this is what the quote says, When I understand that everything happening to me is to make me more Christ-like, it resolves a great deal of anxiety. Hmm. And I loved that um, because I do think, you know, just as you said, getting down to the foundation, going through those things that kind of crumble all the stuff, right, um, is hard. Yeah. And it does produce anxiety. And so, um, you know, I think anxiety this isn't a podcast about anxiety, so this is not a comprehensive <laughs> answer I'm about to give, but it's typically our mind kind of running wild, yeah. right? And, and for lots of different reasons. But I think what we have to remind ourselves of, and it, it does help sort of um, calm the anxiety, is that while we always in our humanity look at trials as the worst possible thing, yeah, 
<laughs> that could happen to us, right? Yeah. yeah. And our flesh is always crying for like, get me out of this. Mm-hmm. I want to be done with this. I don't want to feel this. I want on to happier days, right? Yeah. Um, sort of how I feel in the winter, like get me out of this. I want to be on to happier summer days. Yeah. Um, it's for the Christian though, we have to, we have to really train ourselves to not always look at the trials as bad, mm-hmm. even though they're painful. Right. <laughs> they often though are gifts from God because they do exactly what you said. They reveal our foundations. Yeah. They show us our weaknesses uh, sometimes God shows us his strength in us, yeah. and that's surprising, and that's a blessing. But they are often sent by God or allowed by God mm-hmm. to make us more like him right. in the end, yep. to be a good witness to those around us, to build our faith. And so, um, you know, I think, again, in our humanity, we hate trials. Yeah. But as believers, as children of God, we don't have to fear them. We've got to learn how to walk through them, knowing that we're not walking through them alone, right? It says in that psalm, in um, Psalm 94, my foot, when I thought my foot slips, your steadfast love, O Lord, held me up. Yeah. He is there with us. He is. And I love that that mention of his steadfast love, because that's pointing to his covenant love, Mm -hmm. which means he's always going to be there. Yeah. Arm outstretched, right? Right. He he's gonna hold up his end of the bargain. We're the ones who constantly fail our end of the deal. Yeah. He does not. And so even though it might feel like we're slipping, like we're falling, like the, the bottom is falling out, we can go back to truth, go back to scripture and be reminded, no, no. I know it feels hard, but mm-hmm. I'm right here. Mm-hmm. And my steadfast love will not let you go. Yeah. And that is so comforting, which is exactly what it says in the next verse. When the cares of my heart are many, your consolations cheer my soul. Yeah. You are my comfort, who you are. And I think I have been learning and being reminded that everything I need is already met in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's comforting. That is very comforting. And I got to tell myself that because especially, you know, when everything seems to be falling apart at the Armstrong house. It's not. That's right. You know, the world may pass away, but I, we have the Lord forever and ever. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So I think, you know, feelings and truth are really at odds right now mm-hmm. in our world. And the enemy, of course, is running wild yeah. with that and yeah. plaguing so many of us with fear, right? isolation, um, you know, division, stuff that is just pulling us into ourselves more and more. Yeah. And away from people, away from community, away from truth. Yeah. Um, and we have to fight that. We do. Constantly fight for, um, you know, grounding ourselves and reminding ourselves what is true versus how I'm feeling. Yep. Because the enemy will placate. He will absolutely zero in on those emotions and use those against us yep. and cause us to live our lives based on how we're feeling versus God's word. Yeah. And we learned that when we went down to Texas, we were at a wonderful marriage conference. And uh, I think it was Ted Cunningham who gave the illustration, the bus illustration. Mm-hmm. He goes, really about your life and what direction you're taking is determined by who's driving the bus. 
Yeah, and of your life. Of your life, yep. right? And so you had like the different seats in the bus. Mm-hmm. And obviously he had a picture with like the scripture in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And then in the passenger seat was like emotions. And you had another one that was tradition and then culture. And then I'm trying to think of what tradition, else. Uh, tradition was actually in the... This oh, is, right, right, right. Yeah, this example really was specific to marriage. But emotions... We're in the back of the bus. We're in the back of the bus. Scripture was the driver. Emotions were way in the back. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, that's a perfect picture because mm-hmm. when we get it backwards, then that's when the bus goes off the cliff. Yeah. Because emotions are so unpredictable. Yeah. Right. They're God given. Right. They're they're supposed to be indicators. Right. Emotions off. are like kids. We love them. Yes. And and we provide for them and we listen to them, yes. but we don't let them drive That's right. the bus. We do not hand them the keys. <laughs> we don't hand them do the keys. Do not hand your children the keys to the bus. <laughs> don't hand the keys to your emotions. That's right. And I think that's true, though. Be, you know, we think about, you know, what is driving your life and um, ultimately storms reveal the foundations mm-hmm. and what's driving your life. Yep. And so we have to continually fight to allow scripture to drive our life. Yes. That's why it talks about in Philippians 4, the, the first thing we're supposed to think about because it's such the battlefield of the mind, mm-hmm. right, when it comes to all this. And it says, think about that which is true. Mm-hmm. So true, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing we put on when it comes to armor of God is what? The belt of truth. Mm-hmm. And what did Jesus say? You'll come to know the truth and yeah. the truth will set you free. Yep. So truth and thinking through what is true is so important to living a victorious Christian life mm-hmm. and not be driven to a place where we feel like we're just tossed about and we have a loose fitting and everything seems so tumultuous and upside down because we're letting something else drive our lives. That's right. So what we thought we would do um, on kind of this introductory episode as we get back into um, a podcast series with you is maybe ask... Um, just kind of a clarifying question for you, the audience, for us as well, um, knowing that we're all probably facing some kind of storm right now, or we have been walking through one, or we are just simply survivors of a two-year worldwide pandemic that has turned our lives upside down, <laughs> wherever <laughs> you find yourself. Um, the question that we want to ask you is this, how are you? That's mm. such a simple question. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been reminded just by a friend who's been encouraging me in the past week with all we've been facing over here, it's okay and it's good and it's wise to just stop and reflect sometimes and ask yourself, ask yourself before the Lord, like, how am I? Mm-hmm. And this isn't a performance question. Right. This is like a soul <laughs> laid bare question. Yeah. Um, and, and we're asking it because it, it just occurred to us, you know, many of you listening are, um, I assume because you're listening to a family ministry podcast, you're mar- maybe married, uh, maybe you're parenting, maybe you're grandparenting, I don't know what it would be. Likely you're, you're in a relationship of some sort with other humans, mm-hmm. right? And um, relationships require us to pour out yeah. for one another, just yeah. being a believer in the family of God requires us to pour out for one another. Yep. But the deal in pouring out is that we can't do that if there's nothing to pour out. Yeah. All right. An empty well can't draw water. Mm-hmm. And so if you are not yourself being filled up with everything we just talked about, truth, <laughs> with the Lord, 
um, it's impossible to pour that out. So really how you get your needs met then affects everything about you and everyone around you. Yeah. So we think the answer to that is really found in Colossians 2, mm-hmm. 6 through 8. Trev, you want to read that? Yeah, it says in Colossians 2, 6 to 8, Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. I think that scripture is so um, powerful because it it shows us that, you know, when we receive Christ, when we are a believer, when we are a child of God, mm-hmm. we are to walk in Him, mm-hmm. rooted and established. Yeah. And the imagery of being rooted yeah. and established is the imagery of something that is sure. Yeah. That is grounded. That's right. Right. It's it's deep. Yeah. It's the opposite of feeling like our foot is slipping all the time. Exactly. Right? And so, you know, we wanted to ask you, how are you? Yeah. Because truthfully, you may feel like you're slipping. Mm. Things might be really hard for you. And so that's not, this isn't a shaming question. No, no. (laughs) But we just want to acknowledge that, you know, it's a new year. Um, Life is so loud and chaotic for a lot of us right now. I think a spiritual wellness checkup is is very important. And as you were saying, you know, the first question in the Bible that God poses Hmm. is to Adam and Eve there in Genesis 3, and he says, where are you? He's not looking, God's not looking for information. <laughs> right. He's he right? the ultimate GPS. He knew where they were. <laughs> He's getting them to recognize, okay, where are you in relationship to God? Yeah. Because God hasn't moved. Right. He never does. He's saying yesterday, today, and forevermore. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve had moved. And their distance from God had created, obviously, a separation from God, which is sin. Yep had created some issues, not only in their relationship as a marriage, but in the world as we know it. Yeah. And so the assessment for them to, to take, undertake, was to be like, okay, we've moved from God. So spiritually, we, we're, we've messed up, mm-hmm. and now we're, we're empty. And we're never going to find filling, true joy, true satisfaction, true fulfillment apart from God. Mm-hmm. So really it was an invitation from God for them to work their way or see that they had moved and and, and that their only hope was in God fixing their situation, yeah. which he would give them a picture of ultimately would come in Christ by sacrificing an animal and covering Adam and Eve with clothes. Yep. And so I think if you're out there and you're feeling like, gosh, you know, I don't know where I'm at with the Lord. It's a great thing to be like, okay, take that spiritual assessment. Mm-hmm. And we hope that this podcast will give you encouragement because a lot of times your feelings, if you're feeling just despair or you're feeling anxious or you're feeling fearful or you're feeling whatever because of the world around us that's ever changing, it's great to start off by going, okay, you know, these feelings really are just indicators, like a yep. light on the dashboard of your yep. car going off, going, okay, there's something wrong underneath the hood. Yep. And we need to check underneath the hood and figure out what is happening and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And most assuredly, it's probably a spiritual issue where we have to reassess kind of, okay, I've moved from God. I've moved away from him. And I need to reconnect 
with a God who never moves, mm-hmm. with a God who is always the same, yesterday, today, and forevermore, the God who is a rock, the yep. ancient of days, yep. a solid foundation for our lives to be built on. Yeah, and so we wanted to start with that question um, today because, you know, as we move into this series, we're looking and we're kind of solidifying what we want to do, but we want to talk about some apologetics mm-hmm. in the coming weeks, and we want to talk about um, technology and yeah. in your kids. Um, just got a bunch of ideas, but w- before we throw you know tips your way and yeah. um, you know things to do and ways to restart or whatever, none of that will be effective if you yourself are not connected yeah, to Christ. That's right. That really is um, the, the starting place, mm-hmm. is that you need to be with the Lord, yeah. and you need to hear from the Lord. And and that is, I think, the struggle of our day yeah. because of the noise around us. Mm-hmm. And I don't just mean like physical noise, although in our house it is unbelievably noisy <laughs> on a regular basis. But I just mean there are so many voices screaming yeah. For our attention right now. Yeah. Um, and so it takes discipline to turn those off. Yeah. Uh, and to silence it mm-hmm. and to go to the well and drink of the living water first. Yes, right. Um, so our if our clarifying question to you is how are you? And have you taken just a little bit of time here at the start of the new year to ask yourself, gosh, how, how am I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> am I? pursuing the Lord daily? Am I connected? Am I getting filled up so that then I can, you know, pour out? Maybe the follow-up question to that is, what specifically are you doing or could you be doing to be rooted and established in Christ? And maybe I'll just throw that your your way, Trav, and, you know, obviously I live with you, but um, I don't always know exactly what thoughts are happening deep down inside you, right? what are you doing to combat kind of the climate that we live in, the the cultural moment we're walking in right now, the storms all around us, even just the chaos in our own home? Yeah. What's your, um, I don't know, prescription? What how, what has the Lord shown you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, turning your eyes upon Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Look full in his wonderful face, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Continue to cast your eyes upon Christ. I, I think about um, when Jesus walks on water, and that account is found in uh, the Synoptic Gospels. Uh, here in Mark 6, 45 and following, you have these disciples. And isn't it interesting? There's 40 miracles that Christ does. Seven of them happen around water or on the water. Why? Well, because you have these men, many of them who are fishermen, feel like their strength, where they, where they really feel like they're in control, where they really feel like they're put together is in the place where their career is founded. Mm-hmm. And for many of them, that's fishermen. And so Jesus puts them through all these tests and trials in the very place where they think they're strong. Mm-hmm. And so here they are on the water. There's a storm that occurs. Okay, Jesus is not with them. He's up on the land. They're despairing. They're fearful. They're anxious. They're at, they, what is happening to them in that storm, they can't control. And then in that moment where they feel like all hope is lost, here comes Christ walking to them, right? And he says to them in verse 50, take heart, 
It's I. It is, it's I. Do not be afraid. So if we can get in our mental image, right, in our minds, this incredible picture of Christ, he's walking on top of the storm. The thing that they caused such fear and anxiety and all these other feelings that maybe they were struggling with. Mm -hmm. And here's the one who walks on top of all of it and is in control. And that's why he's able to say, take heart. It's me. Do not be afraid. So I think continually casting eyes on Jesus and seeing who he is and seeing that he is bigger than all the storms that we face and that he is in control and that he's the sovereign king and nothing surprises him. Yes, he sometimes is, is disappointed in sinful human beings and what we decide to do, but he is never surprised. He knows the beginning from the end and all things are working towards the ultimate goal where he will be the king of this universe, reigning here on earth, a new kingdom, new heavens, and a new earth. And so in the midst of all that, I think just reminding ourselves, Christ is above the storm, Hmm. and he walks on top of it. So practically, what do you do? What's your practice to fix your eyes on Christ? Yeah, well, I think, um, you know, a lot of times people are like, oh, I want to hear from God. Well, you don't have to listen for a voice from God. You have a verse. Hmm. And so I think just being in the scriptures. Yep. Yeah. And allowing God to speak to to your heart in those places where you're feel f- fearful and where you're experiencing anxiety, and let the Word wash over you. Yep. And let the Word inform you and instruct you and guide you, and let the Word be that thing that's an anchor for your soul uh, in the midst of the storms. Because the one who's holding that anchor is never going to let go of you, mm-hmm. because he's stronger and bigger than everything we're facing. And I think as we continue to see him in the Scriptures, our soul is fortified. And we're strengthened in our faith because we've cast our eyes upon someone who is truly bigger and greater and mightier than everything that we're going through. Yeah. I think, you know, being in the word is really the balm to our soul. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes it's, it's the thing that we think we need the least Yeah, (laughs) is to sit and read. Right. Um, But it's amazing how, when we are diligent to just give that time to set it aside and to get our our mind in the book and our heart in the book and let exactly what you said, the word wash over us. It's amazing how the perspective that we had (laughs) totally changes. Mm -hmm. Um, And God does that. The other thing that I love that he does is I think when we um, are intentional, when we're asking him to show us, like, show me what to do. Yeah. Give me wisdom. He loves those prayers, right? And when we're asking, I'm amazed at how he layers it in our life. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm reading something in the in the Word, you know, just he and I, and then I'm listening to um, a teaching, like a sermon or something, and all of a sudden, Pastor Troy will say something that is exactly what I have been reading this week. Mm-hmm. And that always feels like, oh, my word. <laughs> Only the Lord would know that that was already a thought he planted, right? And he just confirmed it. Or Bible study lesson that week happens to be covering that exact thing. It's just amazing how he uses layering. Somebody sends you a text with a verse or whatever, and there it is again. Um, So I think for me, one of the things though that I can't, I, I don't always grab those layers, 
those intentional kind of words from God when my life is super busy and chaotic. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy to notice them. Yeah. And so I have really had to learn through just kind of hitting rock bottom a couple times here and some of these trials, like hands up in the air, Lord, I, I cannot do another day like this. Like yeah. this is too much. Right. And one thing that he's kind of prompted me in is you've got to turn off all the extra noise. Yeah. You don't need to know what the political voices are saying today. You mm-hmm. don't that's not mm-hmm. your concern. Just turn it off. Yeah. You don't need to tap into 15 people's opinions on this topic. Yeah. You just need to hear from me and yeah. I'll give you direction. And so That's right. You know, just little things like and I'm not always great at this, but turning the TV off intentionally not following the news, Mm -hmm. um, not getting on a social media timeline and reading everybody's opinions. Those bring peace Yeah. when I'm intentional to get rid of that stuff and then just hear from the Lord. Put on the worship music, get in the word, even if it's, you know, a few minutes and it's interrupted a million times. The Lord is so diligent to bless our efforts in that. And of course, he sees our heart more than anything, yeah, right? It's yeah. not about the the actual you know, ways we do it. Yep. It's the heart of the matter. We want to hear from him, and he will make a way. And just what you said, it's, it's not that we need the text from mm-hmm, somebody. Mm-hmm. We have the ultimate text, yeah. all 66 books, right? Right in front of us. And so sure. we just want to encourage you today that you know, again, we, we don't have a formula for you uh, to make everything better, right. but we want to encourage you in what's most important for you Yeah. every day of the year, no matter the year, no matter the trial, is are you connected to the Lord? Are you being rooted and established mm-hmm. in Christ? Mm-hmm. Um, do you belong to him? Yeah. Uh, that would be the very first question of, of importance, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, you know, as that verse implies, in order to grow up, you got to grow down. Yeah, and grow down into the rich soil of God's word, and allow your lives to be uh, built upon um, who He is. Yeah, and I think the way that you do that is you got to fight for um, hearing from Him in a world that is continually beckoning for our attention. Yeah, in order to cut through that, through all the noise, I think we got to. Um, make real straight about uh, our priorities and yes. prioritizing Christ and making room for Him in our lives to hear from Him. And verse 8 answers why we do it. Mm-hmm. Because if we won't, if we do not, it says, see to it that no one takes you captive yeah. by philosophy and empty deceit according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. Yeah. So this isn't just, you know, our great idea for 2022, mm-hmm. if if we don't do this, we will be taken captive yeah. by all that's out there. Yep. And we're watching it unfold for so many people, right? And we're, pray to, we're, we're prone to it ourselves. Yeah. It, like we don't stand on a pedestal like we're above it. I can fall for it mm-hmm. just as easily. Mm-hmm. But we've got to be intentional about where we are being filled and who is filling us yeah. um, and making sure that we are making that a priority to be filled. 
Totally. By Christ. So that's kind of where we're headed. Yeah, it's um, really good. I'm excited for this. I am too. Now, Trav, do you want to, um, maybe we should end today before we get to our prayer and stuff. Do you want to just give us a little recap about what's happening in family ministries? Kind of what's happened this fall and, and what we're looking yeah. forward to in the spring here? Yeah. A big focus of family ministries is now upon marriage enrichment. Mm-hmm. So for everyone who's married, we have re-engage. Yep. But now we've added to our offering with regards to like relationships to include those who are pre-married. So those who are engaged or seriously dating, we just launched a brand new class called Merge. Yep. And we kind of had our um, flagship eight-week class just wrap up on yes. December 22nd. And we had a lot of young couples that participated. It was absolutely phenomenal. We got incredible feedback from those who participated. And um, we're looking forward to doing that again this year of 2022. Um, March 20th will be when the class starts. And then March 4th and 5th will be the conference weekend. So if you can't Uh, make the eight-week class, which is then Sundays, just like re-engage, re-engage is 16 weeks, merge Mm -hmm. is eight. If you can't make that class, you can come to a two-day conference where we kind of cram it all in right <laughs> but it was really actually it was really fun it was uh, to get to know couples but we want you to know this because you may be like well i don't this doesn't apply to me i'm not married or i mean i am married so why do i care about this if you know somebody who is seriously dating or engaged please send them our way yeah i think one of the best things about merge that we didn't maybe fully anticipate and that maybe lots of the attendees didn't either is what a great opportunity it is for community Mm -hmm. for them yeah we love them so much as leaders and we have other incredible leaders who joined us too but i think it was really neat to watch all those couples who are trying to do the right thing right trying to honor god in their relationship and they are surrounded by other couples who also are trying to do the right thing and there's just something sweet about that um, you know, some friendships and just support with one another. So I'm yeah, excited about I'm it. I'm excited and too. We're I, adding another little element too. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah. And before we do that, um, you know, it's interesting. I was at a wedding that I did last year and was talking to a young couple who had happened to be in attendance at this wedding. And they mentioned to me like, hey, does the church provide anything ministry wise for like the young dating couple? Hmm. And honestly, I was like, no, we really don't. Yeah. But we are going to. And so I was able to talk to him about merge. And I think it really has met a felt need for a yeah. lot of young couples, yep. that community aspect and feeling like they belong in a church and be able to do life and just be able to share their story and what's going on and, and striving to do the right thing in their relationship and be able to do that in the context of a small group and get to know other people who are in the same stage of life has really been huge for these couples. Yeah. Plus it lays... It's, it follows a curriculum that's outstanding. Yeah. And it lays the groundwork for what a biblical marriage looks like, mm-hmm. what it should be. Yeah. And man, I mean, that we looked at each other several times through the lessons like, wow, this would have been so helpful, so for, helpful us for us when we were engaged. Um, and so it's just so, it is so outstanding. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but... Yeah. Um, it's, it's just a great class. We're it excited is. about it. And so if you're listening to us um, and maybe you're dating somebody or engaged, we really would encourage you to, to check it out. Um, and we'd love to have you join us. 
and we're also opening it up a yeah. little bit too. So we've had some chatter out there in our, uh, I guess, ministry circles with a lot of young single people clamoring to want to take this class too, um, because they want to also be prepared for marriage. Yes. And so many of the yes. topics are so relatable, yep. even if they're not dating somebody. That's right. It applies to relationships with family members and friends and it's really good. It just gives you a good picture. It just and a, gives you a good a grid picture of what to a look grid, for. Yes, yep. a grid, yes. I guess an outline. Yeah. To really be able to fill into that outline once you have this these principles mm-hmm. um, in place. And so, yeah, for those who are single, we're going to have um, this opened up to you as well yeah. when it comes to being a part of Merge. So, yeah, our fall was busy, kicking off um, 16 weeks of reengage, mm-hmm. which went awesome. And that was another just fun round with great couples. We always want to put the plug for that. It was. Uh, and people still ask me, so does reengage, is it for couples who are like struggling in their marriage? And yeah. so I think it's always worth saying that it's for any marriage, yes. any condition. That's right. It is not, not only for people who are struggling. However, if you are struggling, we really think it will help. It is just as valuable, though, if you are in a great place. Mm-hmm. Just it's kind of like you know working on your car, yeah. <laughs> right? Maintenance. Yeah. Just attending to different topics and issues and kind of checking in with each other. Like you know, are we doing okay here? And it's just such a great class. And it's, the same thing is true. Community. Mm-hmm. You get in a small group for sixteen weeks with other yeah. couples, and you get to know each other and support one another. And so. We always want to put a plug, um, and I'm really praying that God would bring us some young marrieds mm-hmm. also. We've always had a, a few young couples who are newlyweds yeah. um, who've joined, but I would love to see that age group and that demographic grow. So if you're too. a young couple or you know some newly married people, um, send them our way That's as right. well, because we'd love to connect them. Whether you've been married five minutes or 55 years, right. re-engage for is for you. You have a marriage story, and we want you to be able to have a place to share that, as well as hear from others, too, to be encouraged and built up and established in your faith and in your marriage. Yeah. So, so. Merge will kick off again in March, uh-huh. but re-engage is kicking off even sooner. January 23rd. That's right. So it's not too and late, and you can get in for the winter-spring edition. Awesome. Well, it's great being with you guys today, and I hope this was an encouragement and and give you a sense of hope. And we're looking forward to meeting with you again as we uh, open up some more of these topics that we're going to be discussing on the Family Men podcast. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Do you want to close this in prayers? Sure. Let's do that. And Lord, thank you for our listeners today. And I pray, God, that um, the Word of God will continue to be a source of encouragement in their lives and they're not only a source of encouragement, but be the place where they root their lives upon, the firm foundation, which is Christ. And being rooted and established in His love, they would walk in Christ and, and, and discover that a relationship with Christ, um, that it does so much to dispel the fear and the anxiety and the worries out of our lives. Because we see Him who is above and stands above all the all the trials and all the problems and all the storms of life because he's bigger than all of it. Thank you for today, and, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. See you then. And that is a wrap on another episode of the Family Huddle Podcast. As Travis and Stephanie already mentioned, we are so excited to be back for season two. 
Thank you for joining us and we look forward to hanging out with you each week. We hope you continue to come back. So they laid out um, so much in this episode, lots to think about, and then so much to look forward to as we think through this next season. As always, we want to hear from you. You can look for Grace Church Family Ministries on Instagram and Facebook. You can head to grace.church. That's our website. Find ways to contact us there as well as find links to information about um, the different classes and things that Travis and Stephanie mentioned. But as always, our goal is to be a point of encouragement, speakers of truth and hope, and to walk alongside of you and your family in whatever age and stage you find yourself in. So Again, thank you for joining us. Please feel free to reach out and connect with us um, over email or social media. We love to hear from you. And as you're able, please do leave us a review. It means a lot and it makes us easy to find for other people. Um, And the big world of podcasts, it does help us um, to be a little more searchable and findable. So thank you again. And we hope you just have the best day and we'll see you again soon.